Welcome to the That Wisconsin Girl podcast featuring award-winning broker and owner, Mary Rooflet. In this show, you will discover that you have to give to gain in order to live your best life. And now your host, Mary Rooflet. Hello, everybody. Hope everybody's doing well. I uh, just wanted to share with you this next podcast that uh, my nephew Brad, he is my older sister's son, he sent out a Facebook message to me. He listens to all my podcasts. If you ever get an opportunity to meet my nephew, he's an amazing young man, phenomenal athlete, an amazing teacher. He's got a personality that everybody would want to be in his class. He's a coach. He's also married to a teacher and a coach and a real athletic couple. Just a delight in our family. My nephew reached out to me, didn't call, sent a Facebook message, okay? So I got to work with this, you know, the, the age group difference here. <laughs> I don't check my Facebook every day. Thank God I got wonderful people around me that watch it and help monitor I came in my office uh, one morning and there was a a message on my desk and it was from Bradley. And he said, Aunt Mare, I've been listening to your podcast and I hope you're doing well and I really enjoy listening to him. I listen to everyone. He said, but I was wondering if I could give my opinion on some things. We differ a little bit in our views in how things should be running right now and we maybe differ in our views with politics, but maybe not a whole lot, because he is a hard worker. The reason I'm going to let him take over the podcast this week is I want him to share his views. He's an amazing kid, and I want him to share his thoughts, his ideas at his age. And being a teacher, he has some views and concerns about different things that I think, because I think the world should open up and we need to get back to living. And you know my feelings on masks. You already know I'm a Trump supporter, you know, but I, I have a lot of wonderful friends who are Democrats, and and then there's this other group that, I don't know, goes around destroying stuff. I don't know where the hell they came from, but I can tell you, my friends who vote Democratic are an amazing group of people, and I have a lot of them. And I can tell you, they're, they're not going to be throwing bricks through windows or walking around with a sign. Whatever your views are, I want my nephew to share his thoughts and concerns being a teacher. But thank you so much for you know coming on and listening to my nephew Bradley and his concerns and some differences that views that he has against mine. I love this kid, so no matter what he says, I'm going to respect his opinion, even though it might not be the same as mine. And if I can leave you with this, and I was talking with my friend Matt who helps me with these wonderful podcasts that more and more people tell me they enjoy listening to. No matter what side you vote on, all I can say is that remember to vote, number one, and respect each other's opinions. Enjoy the podcast from Bradley, and I'll leave it at that. Take care. Hello, my name is uh, Brad Firstenau. I'm a public school teacher in Burlington, Wisconsin in the Burlington Area School District. I teach seventh grade social studies. I've taught seventh grade social studies for 10 years. I taught ELA for two years. I've been in Kenosha two years teaching as well before I came to Burlington. 
I've coached high school boys basketball as an assistant. I currently coach middle school girls basketball. And so, yeah, that's that's me. And uh, that's where I come from. Mary is my aunt. She is my mother's youngest sister. She's the baby of the family. And from my perspective, even though we don't always get a chance to see each other, we are close-knit family. There have been a number of times where she's been generous and thinking about me or my wife or my family, and I truly appreciate that. I have a good story about Mary. When we graduated college, my wife and I were broke and my Aunt Mary gave us a Menards gift card and we were so broke, we used that Menards gift card to grocery shop at Menards, not for one week, but two. So uh, to put it in perspective, that's how generous my aunt was, is she provided us with groceries from Menards for two weeks. So one of the things I value most about my aunt is the dogged determination she has to be great. Uh, Her drive to succeed is something I really admire and look up to. I really, truly value her benevolence towards her community. She's been very charitable for the causes that she believes in. She funds a scholarship that we have in my sister's memory that we give out every year here in Burlington. She's donated to my wife, who is also a teacher who runs a driven program for leadership students. My aunt's donated to that. And she's donated to a countless number of programs up there in Northwest Wisconsin. Too many to even mention up there in the Eau Claire area. Since I'm going to mention some things that my aunt and I disagree with, I do got to point out and really thank her for allowing me to come on her podcast and to allow somebody that disagrees with her that takes some stones to be able to do that. So I thank her 10 times over for allowing me to use her platform. Currently, I feel the world has become divisive and kind of full of hyperbole, especially in the state that we live in. Kind of saddened by people who feel it's more important to be right than to be kind, whether you're reading social media posts or things in the paper, comments people make. People have gone out of their way to kind of get their point across and say, I'm right versus being a truly kind person. I think the lack of voice for people that are in a gray area is increasingly frustrating for somebody like me because I I don't really live where everything's black and white. There is a lot of middle ground. I think it's okay to side with police reform and condemn looting and violence. It's okay to have a split ticket in the upcoming next upcoming election. It's all right to find your mask annoying and then follow the state's mask mandate. So I've also kind of grown grown tired of the hyperbole that has perpetuated our current political climate. I don't feel our rights are being taken away or violated due to a mask mandate. I think that's, a, that's hyperbole to say something like that. This is not the most divided our country has ever been, or even our state. I teach about a civil war in the 1860s that would beg to differ with that. I don't know if Donald Trump is the greatest president who ever lived. I think we have to wait to bestow him that honor until the president's, until his current presidency is over and we have time to reflect and review it. And I also think it's important that just because you disagree with someone, that person isn't an abhorrent human being. You know, uh, just because you feel one side about an issue and somebody feels a different side, uh, there's no need to come to blows over that. I do have a couple of things I agree with my Aunt Mary with. First of all, I agree with her messages on the podcast about being active, keeping healthy, having a positive mindset. She is a widely successful person in her profession for a reason, and her goal setting and work ethic are two main reasons for that. So you know, when you go to listen to her podcast, I think you should listen into those uh, little tidbits of advice because they're important. I agree with my aunt that a number of Americans have fallen on hard times for one reason or another. You know, that's definitely something that we should be aware about uh, in our local communities and and trying to to help out those people as much as possible. Support your local businesses. Uh, She's mentioned that uh, a few times and I couldn't agree more. Get out and shop local. 
eat local, okay? Be a proponent of going out to those places because they are uh, important parts of our community that we need to support and be a part of. I agree with her about writing to our local politicians. She's mentioned that a few times about stepping up to our local politicians and writing to them. And I have a couple of suggestions to write to them about, like the Department of Workforce Development. It's a mess and we need to fix it. Our our unemployment systems have, have failed us. And it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you fall on. In all truth, both sides probably take some blame, but that needs to be fixed. Why hasn't our state legislature met in months? It's been 175 days of the recording of this podcast that our state legislature hasn't got together. Those people are leaders in our local communities. And when they meet as a group, they make decisions that impact our entire state. It shouldn't be left up to one person. When they have been called to action by our governor, they've gaveled in and out of session in literally seconds. You can go back and read those. Uh, Those people need to be held accountable for not getting together and meeting. And the last one is why COVID is downplayed by some of our politicians. Our hospitalized cases have continued to rise each day. Just yesterday, at the recording of this podcast, our governor put in a new law about the amount of people that can be in our some of our uh, local businesses. So we need to take that seriously uh, when those matters come to fruition. Probably the number one thing I teach my students is to listen to people that you disagree with because they're coming from a perspective that you probably might not think about. And so that's really important, especially in times like this, where maybe we don't always look at the opposite side and try to understand where they're coming from. And so when you're in a classroom situation, it's really important, I feel, that we do that and practice those skills. So I put a list together of some things that my aunt's mentioned in her podcast throughout. There are some ways we, we definitely disagree. My number one thing is do not go to work or school if you are sick. It's not a matter of toughness for a situation like that. I work in a literal germ factory where we're compact into smaller size classrooms and there's a lot of people. Pandemic or not, don't go to school or go to work if you're sick. Rest, get healthy, be the best person you can be when you're healthy and productive, not trying to be tough and go in when you're not feeling 100%. Don't take advantage of that system on the flip side of the coin. You know, just because you're not 100% or you didn't sleep well, you should still, you know, be trying to come into work or to school. You know, it shouldn't be, I don't really feel my absolute best, so I'm just not going to show up. That's not really what this is about. It's if you're truly sick, stay home, please whether we're in the COVID world or not. I have some examples of students in my room where, you know, they go home to parents that are sick. And if they're carrying those things home, you know, those things spread even further. I have students that have compromised immune systems that come to school. And so, you know, it's not really fair to them either. So if you're sick, please stay home. I do feel you should wear a mask in public. Masks are not the 100% foolproof way to stop you from getting sick. The virus is new to humans. It's literally never been around in the history of the world. And so no matter if you look at a pro-mask study or an anti-mask study, and they're both out there, nothing's going to be 100% conclusive. We haven't had enough time for science to know everything. I just feel it's better to err on the side of caution. It's better to look back on 2020 and say, boy, we really shouldn't have even worn masks than it is to look back and say, boy, we really should have worn masks. And so that's kind of the side that I fall on. We have a mask mandate here at school. Students are compliant uh, 95% of the time. They have their masks on and it hasn't been a problem. Burlington School District, we've been in school for eight weeks at the start of this recording. We had to start earlier this year because we have a new school being built and we're still going. And I think it's because of things like the mask mandate. 
Mary's kind of talked about the hybrid model of schooling and Burlington Area School District is running a hybrid model. Students come twice a week, they're virtual three days a week. Wednesday is a day where only teachers are in school and uh, we're running Zoom meetings and catching up on our, on our virtual lessons that need to be posted because it's something we really don't have a lot of experience with. The hybrid model makes me as a public educator the most comfortable. I cannot tell you the difference between having 32 kids in a room and 16 kids in a room, especially at a time like this where germs are, are being spread. It really makes a, a world of difference to have those smaller numbers. I think it's easier for contact tracing and it's really kept the majority of students in class because we have had a handful of students that have become sick due to COVID or have come into contact with somebody sick and being able to cut that in half versus having everyone in a room at the same time makes a world of difference. When you look at it in terms of a whole day, I see 75 students versus 150 students and that's a big difference. Nearly 20% of Wisconsin's public educators are in the high-risk category for the virus. Now, that's not an exact stat, but it's pretty close. And so, you know, you're looking at one out of every five teachers uh, is in the high-risk. And it's not just about getting your child into school. It's looking at it from the lens of the other side of the adults that are, that are here as well. I feel the school district I work in has done a fantastic job of supporting the teachers and the staff that are in the building and finding the middle ground. The best part of my day is seeing my students. I miss them dearly when we stopped in, in March. And being able to get back in the room and see them, even though it's not every day, is a big compromise. I want to see my students. My students want to be here as much as possible. And this is kind of where we're at right now. I completely understand the frustrations as a parent, but know that teachers and district administrators are doing the best they can to find that middle ground for everybody. I have talked with parents that are frustrated, and I get it. But this is kind of the reality we have to deal with right now. And it's better than being completely virtual and not being able to come in at all. My wife, who I mentioned before, is a high school teacher. She coined the slogan for our district, and it's we over me. And that is the approach I feel we all need to take. Think of those staff and students that have those compromised immune systems. Sulking and anger aren't going to solve our problems. Uh, we have to remain positive in each situation. The what's best for all of us versus what's best for just me individually definitely kind of hits that home. Governor Evers has stated that each school district is different, so the entire state mandate isn't going to happen. I don't foresee him, and you know, unless things get completely out of control, coming in and saying all schools in the state of Wisconsin need to do something. It is going to be a district by district case. I feel my district's done well. Some people feel, you know, their districts haven't done well, but I think it's important to realize that, you know, we have people doing the best they can with the decisions they have. And hopefully this is just a temporary thing, not a permanent thing. My last point, I feel our current national leadership has failed the American people. You know, our president's leadership style is to divide and conquer. He kind of takes the with me or against me approach to every issue that has come up during this current presidency. When confronted with COVID, instead of creating an all in this together, uh, he continues to divide. George Bush is a great example of a president that brought us together during 9-11. Uh, when 9-11 happened, it wasn't this divide and conquer and these conspiracy theories that flew around. It was, we're in America, uh, we're all American, we need to get through this together. Uh, that's something that hasn't happened and the stark differences in executive leadership are so apparent when looking at those two examples. The lack of executive leadership has caused a divide that has gone from states all the way to counties to individual communities. 
It's kind of been a kick the can down the road approach that has caused finger pointing and blame by leaders in both parties. Instead of this is the United States, this is how we're going to handle it. It's kind of been the, well, we'll let each state go differently. Well, we're going to let each county go differently. Well, that's not really an approach to take because then you get more people in the room. And sometimes you just need that one leader to step in and say, this is how we're going to do it. This is what's best for us. Follow me. And that's not what happened. What's happened is when we went to states, there's been finger pointing and then we just look at well you're doing it right you're doing it wrong and it's turned into this partisan issue and it's a virus it's not a political issue any sense of bipartisanship seems to be coming across as weakness and that's what really scares me uh, we need to work together to get through this not split apart and, and do the finger pointing that that we kind of see in the news every day no matter what happens in the upcoming election i just hope we are able to have leadership that brings us to get together as communities and we're working together for a better good. As I mentioned before, kind of the, the finger pointing and the lack of an action because you're scared to be judged, you're scared to step up and be a leader. That's something I, I want to see go away. We need to work together uh, to get through this and understand you know, that it really is this what's best for we not best for me approach, because I think there's been a little selfishness and that's something uh, that we can all definitely improve on and we need to improve upon going forward. I wanna thank my aunt for allowing me this opportunity and this platform to speak. It takes guts to realize that we have differences and that she understands that we have differences and that we're probably going to the polls to cancel each other's votes out, but she still allowed me the opportunity to speak is a really a testament to her character. And I really appreciate that because I'm kind of just a regular old middle school teacher and she's got this platform and I really appreciate it. Don't let politics or social media consume you. It's easy to get caught up in everything and you know, stay up late at night or get angry. I think sometimes we just got to drop that. But also on the flip side of the coin, get out and vote. It's so important to do that this November. It's less than a month away. Go out to the polls, make a difference. It's easy to complain, but if you're not happy, get to the polls and vote. If you'd like to support That Wisconsin Girl, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, give it a five-star rating, and write a review.